0: Invest in yourself and the growth of your organization by attending these two phenomenal events.
1: All eyes were on Ryan. If you were there, you know that it was sort of like the Ryan Reynolds Festival every time you turned around. And to be able to launch it sitting alongside him and Janet Bowdy and Danny Robinson on stage at the Bloomberg Media House in front of hundreds of folks with such a meaningful Panel and discussion about the community that we want to help and serve and the reasons why we need this.
0: It was amazing. Hey there, you're listening to the Missions to Movements podcast, and I'm your host, Dana Snyder, digital strategist for nonprofits and founder and CEO of Positive Equation. This show highlights the digital strategies of organizations making a positive impact in the world. Ready to learn the latest trends, actionable tips, and the real stories from behind the feed? Let's transform your mission into a movement. What happens when Ryan Reynolds, David Greiner, Adweek's international editor and host of the Adweek podcast, and... Deanna Dorsey-Calloway, founder of District of Clothing, a brand for change makers making change get-together, they co-found a nonprofit called Creative Ladder, focused on making creative industries more reflective of the communities they serve, connecting, inspiring, and elevating a new generation of creative leaders. Today, I am honored to speak with Deanna about the launch of the Creative Ladder, its mission, and more importantly, how we can all play a part in changing the future of the creative industry together. Listeners, we have a special treat today as Deanna is here from Creative Ladder, and I am pumped about sharing everything about this new nonprofit with you. So welcome to Missions Movements.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Dana. I'm really excited to be here. Thank you.
0: Of course, of course. So I would like to think that I'm a little bit of a creative leader in the work that I've done over the past over a decade, which is so bananas to even say. And I definitely did not realize all of the creative opportunities that were possible for a career pre and even during college and when I exited college. Can you share what is the creative ladder and really who are you looking to serve in this community?
1: Absolutely. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. We launched in June at Cannes, which was really very exciting. And as we said there, and we'll continue to say forever, our mission is to connect, inspire, and to elevate an inclusive new generation of creative talent and creative industry leaders. And our focus and goal here is to make sure that we are connecting with a generally marginalized, generally underrepresented group of folks. So we're talking about black and brown creatives. We're talking about LGBTQIA plus creatives. We're talking about neurodivergent creatives. We're talking about folks who maybe have had a tumultuous childhood related to addiction or abuse. And essentially, our goal is to uplift, continue helping them climb the creative ladder as opposed to the corporate ladder. I hope right. everyone yeah. hits that. And then also to help the industry look more like the people that it serves. We yes. also want to help the industry understand that it's not a talent deficit, it's an opportunity deficit. And if we could help be that bridge, if we could help be that ladder. We're going to continue using all of the resources that we have access to to continue helping our folks continue to climb forward.
0: I love it. I love this so much. How did, and we talked about this a little bit before we were recording, but how did your specific career journey really prime you to? And you've co founded this organization with a great group of individuals, Ryan Reynolds and David Greiner being two. How did you? All find your way to each other?
1: <laughs> that is one of the first questions we generally get. So it's such a blessing to have David and Ryan as my co founders. I never, ever imagined that I would have a literal superhero as a co founder. I never <laughs> imagined having co founders. I've been a solo entrepreneur, solo creative entrepreneur for the last 15, 16 years or so. But I think my journey. Through helping humans connect, helping humans find community, and being as honest and vulnerable as I have been, and noting that, you know, my focus within just the human population, but definitely is within like black and brown people. Some of that work started to get some popularity, and I had a couple of viral moments. To be very specific, I have a creative direction business, Deanna Dorsey Design. I have an online retail shop, District of Clothing. And I believe it was 2018. My pre-COVID memory is not, <laughs> yeah. pre-pandemic memory is not what it once was. But I think it was 2018, 2019, I actually received a Rising Star Award from Adweek, which was amazing. That's how I first met David Greiner. If you can journey back mentally to the summer of 2020, the world was on fire. It was spinning in reverse mm-hmm. and upside down. It was just such a ugly, dark time. Everything had gone virtual. Ryan was the keynote speaker for Brand Week, Ad Week's Brand Week. It was virtual. And as I now know and have had so many touch points to experience, you know he is a human with a huge heart and he leads with his heart. And his thought was, hey, let me invite 100 generally marginalized creatives to attend. I'll sponsor their, their access. And so cool. I'm not sure exactly how much. I know it's expensive. But generally, I think Brand Week is like a four or $5,000 event. I think it was slightly less because it was online, but it would still cost money. And it wasn't something I was thinking of attending during the pandemic. And I was invited to attend. David was interviewing Brian virtually on the virtual stage. And they started talking about Ryan's organization that he had created, Group Effort Initiative, which is essentially like our now sister organization, the impact arm, if you will, of maximum effort. And if you would say that Creative Ladders focus on marketing and advertising, GEI is focused more on commercial production in Hollywood development and so you know they were talking on stage about the amazing things and the impact that GEI was really having in Hollywood and on Netflix and just across the board and with production and as it's been told to me we're sort of pinging like hey wouldn't this be really cool if we could extend this to advertising and marketing too and they kept pinging each other and at some point my name came up like you know Deanna would be an awesome co-founder and CEO and When they first reached out, I just kind of was like, wait, I have to call you back. I'm actually trying to plan my COVID wedding ceremony.
0: (laughs) Me too. When did we get
1: married? November 7th.
0: I was October 9th. Amazing. So (laughs) you know how tough it was. Oh. This is
1: like pre-vaccines. Yes. And we actually got married on the day that they announced Biden's presidency. So... We were praying that it would go one way, thankfully it it did, but the streets were still shut down. Our wedding was hours later. It was outside at a hotel, which happened to be on Black Lives Matter Plaza right by the hotel. So it was a beautiful chaos. At the time, I was just like, hey, can I call you back? I'm trying to plan my wedding. I'm getting (laughs) married like in a day or two. And (laughs) afterward, when we did speak, it was just like, Ryan, who? What? huh? You know, like what, you know, what is happening? And I just remember saying like, okay, I need to just discuss this with my husband. This is like a big change, you know, amazing opportunity, but this would be a big change. And it was, I mean, a month after getting married, I'm like, babe, you know, Brian Reynolds wants me to like join him as a co-founder. And he's like, yes, whatever it is, you know, yes, yes, yes.
0: Some of those types yeah. of like our gut decisions, where I'm sure you felt it in your body of like, there's literally sometimes this like you actually lean forward, yeah, versus like mm, I feel like yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, seeing back. It's really interesting how your body really physically can be telling you what direction you should be taking with a decision. I mean, quite often,
1: yeah. And that was you know essentially like two years ago. Now, I mean. I think we had our first meeting like December 5th or something along those lines, 2020. Wow. It's wild to think that it's been two years. It's amazing to think that we've been public for the last six months. It's been such a blessing, such a journey. I'm so very excited. I'm so thrilled. It's amazing to be able to meet and connect with so many new young creatives and rising leaders in the creative industries. And I still feel like I'm catching my breath
0: at times. The energy like, comes through everything that you post. I know you recently held a conference in New York City. That was the first Creative Ladder Leadership Conference. And I loved the different tracks that I saw provided. And I'd love to just like pick your brain a little bit on those. The tracks for listeners that were offered were Advancement, Authenticity, and Focus. When you were thinking about the programming, for this conference, what was the idea between each of those tracks?
1: Just to be clear, we did want to host a conference, but that little thing called COVID and RSV started popping up, and I just wanted to keep everyone safe. So instead of us having a three or 400 or even a 500 person conference, we kind of narrowed this down and tailored it more into a day long boot camp where we served 50 people. But our goal overall was really just to make sure that we were holistically impacting the people that we wanted to serve. Yeah. And so you have to have focus, you have to have advancement, and authenticity. You know, we want our people, our talented creatives to show up authentically as themselves and to feel confident in who they are because the more confident they feel, the better work, you know, they'll be able to share with the world. And so our goal was to be able to provide options for folks to choose from, to see what would be best for them. And then also to be able to connect them with industry leaders who look like them or understood their backgrounds and their their experiences so that they could meet these various different touch points yeah. to help make them go back to work feeling more confident and already knowing, like, excuse my language, but like they're badass in their own right, you know? Right. So totally. it was wonderful, one, just to be able to gather. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful to be in a room filled with. Black and brown creatives, whether they were rising leaders or industry leaders. I get emotional just thinking about it.
0: It's really special.
1: It was really very special. It's a day I won't ever, ever forget.
0: And I think there's something really meaningful about you having 50. I love more intimate events because I'm sure. Instead of where there's 400 people, it would be very difficult for you to say, yes, I know the name of this person and what they're trying to do and what their goal is and what they're looking to achieve. And I'm sure with 50, you could look around the room and have, I know your name. I know what you'd like to achieve. In my mind, I could think of somebody that I'd like to connect you with. And I I think that's a great place for organizations to focus and to start and to even do more smaller scale. I think sometimes we think we have to do huge all the time, but there's so much power in the intimacy moment and making those connections, I think is awesome. I remember when I want to talk a little bit about marketing and the launch of the organization because this is a marketing podcast. I think I saw it come out first through a variety article that I'm on, like their email list from my entertainment days. <laughs> and then I saw Ryan's video come out about it, which are always hilarious. And it's still so new. What was really like the initial strategy and the goal behind the launch?
1: Yeah, that time, it still feels so surreal. The goal was to just max out awareness and to let as many people know as possible, this is what's happening. These are the people involved. More importantly, this is the community that that we want to serve. Our goal was to share with intention, and to share with impact. And Ryan and the maximum effort team are geniuses. It's genius. And so when you see the video, you get to see all the sides of of Ryan and the goals with creative ladder.
0: I'm going to play the video for everyone in this podcast. So everyone will play the video and you'll get to hear what I'm talking about. And then just go to Creative Ladder's Instagram account and it's posted there too. Cheers to 2023. Something I've been thinking a lot about this year as we get going is how to plan my social media content smarter, posting less, but with more impact and still gaining visibility with new audiences. And of course, my OG crew you relate to that? How can we all do this, right? I teach a mini ads course, Visible Reach Any Week for $27. That's it. Where you will learn my strategy on how I do this. So all it takes is 30 minutes and you will learn how to run a Facebook and Instagram ads reach campaign to stay top of mind all year round with your audience online consistently for just $1 to $3 a day. That's it. No big budgets, no fancy pixel tracking necessary. And if you're looking to dip your feet into running ads and get comfortable with Ads Manager without spending a big budget, this course is perfect for you. Head to positiveequation.com and click courses to get started. You will see visible reach in a week right there for you to click on and sign up. Or go ahead and click the link in the show notes. Before we head back to this wonderful episode, I want to play the announcement video that Ryan Reynolds shared across social media for the launch of The Creative Ladder. Let's take a listen.
2: Hey, Ryan Reynolds here, and I wanna share something that you might not know about me unless you have a television or a computer or a phone. I love to make ads. I know I'm breaking a celebrity blood oath of secrecy by admitting this, but it's true. Every ad, it's like a mini movie. And just like a movie, they can involve dozens of amazing people doing all sorts of cool jobs. You got writers, designers, editors, lovely people who um, give, me give me my line when I forget it. Now these kinds of jobs, there are in every city, not just in Hollywood, and they are a blast. Almost two years ago, we started the Group Effort Initiative to increase inclusion in the entertainment industry amongst BIPOC and underrepresented communities, and it's just been hugely rewarding. That's why I'm proud to be co-founding the Creative Ladder. The Creative Ladder is to marketing what Group Effort Initiative is to the entertainment industry. It's a new nonprofit to make creative careers accessible to everyone and why I'm so grateful to co-founders Deanna Dorsey-Calloway, David Greiner, and Deloitte for their incredible partnership and commitment. We'll be talking to students, we'll be connecting talent with mentors, providing training opportunities, and just a whole lot more. So It's going to be great. So I hope you'll check it out, creativeladder.org, to learn more and get involved. And if you make it in the lighting department, you know, come on, just be kind.
1: The fact that we were able to launch At Can during a time when all eyes were on Cannes Festival, all eyes were on Ryan. I mean, if you were there, you know that it was sort of like the Ryan Reynolds Festival. Every time you turned around, there were just pictures and it was an education for me because holy cow, it was amazing. And to be able to launch it sitting alongside him and Janet Bowdy and Danny Robinson on stage, at the Bloomberg Media House in front of hundreds of folks with such a meaningful panel and discussion about the community that we want to help and serve and the reasons why we need this organization and the ways in which we can take tiny little steps to continue helping people climb. It was amazing. And then he like did the main stage, I think, in front of three or 4,000 people and talked about it again. And then he, (laughs) last week, and this was unbeknownst to me, this is totally, I had no idea (laughs) about the People's Choice Award, Icon Award, which he's so incredibly deserving of. I mean, it was a week ago, today's Tuesday, right? So it was a week ago, which was also, and I know you said you live in Georgia, so it was also the day of the runoff in Georgia, and all of the televisions in the house were on political channels, news
0: outlets. I couldn't believe that was a runoff, but that's another story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My phone started going off like crazy. My heart sank and I said, oh my God, Herschel Walker won. And I don't mean to off-put anyone politically, but I do have to, you know, I'm true to my beliefs and how I feel. My heart was sinking because my phone was blowing up. So I finally go look at my phone because what I was seeing on TV, they still hadn't yet quite announced anything. And my phone, everyone's like, OMG, Diana, are you with Ryan? People's Choice. Ryan Reynolds, this is amazing. Creative Lab. I'm like, what is happening? I had no <laughs> I had no idea. And I say that to say that, you know, one, he was up there talking for a really long time. They could have turned the music up on him. And he could have talked about his amazing family and he could have said a couple of funny ryan reynolds right things he used that time to highlight two organizations group effort initiative and ours creative ladder to highlight people in the communities that are deserving of attention who don't get it i want to be clear and just say that like ryan has a huge heart he leads with his heart that's why i, I agreed to be a part of this but everything that we do has real intention and it's like really focused on humans. I had no idea that was not scripted or planned or yeah, I was ready to break down crying, thinking that Herschel Walker was going to be a Senator, but I was so happy to see (laughs) that it was Ryan Reynolds mentioning creative ladder from the people's choice stage.
0: It's so beautiful. I mean, it's just down to earth, good people. And I think sometimes this is not a celebrity conversation, but I worked with Lionel Richie and mm. literally dream the kindest human would walk me to my car. And yeah. that's just the nature of I think we sometimes think about yes, they do incredible things in Hollywood, but they're people, they're individuals with their passions and their in the impact at heart. I want to know selfishly, like how can marketing and advertising professionals get involved? Like what is creative ladder looking for from other nonprofit marketing professionals, at for-profit, like what is the best way that right now we could serve the organization?
1: You know, ideally we want to recruit this next generation of creative talent from generally underrepresented communities. And so everyone who's working in their own way at this point can let folks know that these jobs exist. That's number one. We want to train like current rising leaders. And so even if it's someone, I don't don't know if people are back to work full time or if they're hybrid or if they're like on Zoom with folks, but just have a conversation with someone who maybe is a bit junior to you and who maybe doesn't look like you if they're on your Zoom call or if they're sitting in your cubicle or on your floor. And we really want to start tearing down and continue tearing down obstacles. And one of the ways that we can do that is just to be an ally and an advocate you know, if you are getting invited to attend CAN, or if you're invited to attend any conference, yeah. and maybe if you've already been two or three times, or maybe if you've only been once, or if you know that there's like room for more people, invite someone who doesn't look like you, or maybe someone who's a bit more junior than you, or someone who hasn't had the experience of some of these various different conferences and events, invite them to come, give them your spot, tell your boss, you know, yeah, I think such and such is doing an amazing job. But more specifically with Creative Ladder, you can go to our website, creativeladder.org and sign up perhaps to be a mentor. We're always open to receiving donations. And I, you know, ask people to put five on it. For some people, that's $5. Sometimes it's 50. Sometimes it's 500. Sometimes it's 5,000. I don't know where you are, but, you know, even just sharing a tweet about our organization or social media, following us on on Instagram and on LinkedIn, all of these things can really be helpful. Again, you know, the goal is awareness. The goal is letting folks know that these jobs exist. And the goal is to help knock down the obstacles for the people who are coming up behind us, our young, amazing, rising leaders.
0: Yeah, what do you think would be, so for a young professional who is looking to break into the marketing or advertising industry, What would like a piece of advice be for them?
1: (sighs) I think you know it's really important as a creative that you know yourself. So just explore the world in your own way. I used to go to museums on Mondays because when I was younger, I couldn't always travel. I was too broke, you know. I was a young entrepreneur trying to figure things out, and so I would explore by going having museum Mondays. But I think one of the best things you could do as a young creative is to have a good sense of self and a good understanding of who you are because yep. that's going to help with your creative output. You know, the better you understand yourself, the better you're able to deal with the highs and the lows, the better you're able to manage your soft skills, the better you'll be able to manage and share your hard skills.
0: Your Soft skills? So, yeah. So if yeah. you
1: can manage your soft skills, you can better manage your hard skills. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> it can be tough. If we're asking more seasoned professionals to step out of their comfort zone and to see if someone needs help or to advocate, it's important that you advocate for yourself too. So yeah, if there's someone on your Zoom call or in your on your floor or in your cubicle area that you know you feel comfortable connecting with and asking for a little bit of guidance, ask if you can meet for coffee, whether that's in person or virtual and just Make a list of your questions and share them. And hopefully someone will be able to answer them vulnerably and authentically in a way that you can really sort of impact you in your career.
0: And I think this goes for any level. I would say, like, listeners, like take what she's saying and run with it. This is literally, I don't think I've shared this on the podcast before, but when I was working in the nonprofit space in PR and advertising, I was living in New York City at the time. And I loved my current job, but I just wasn't sure what my future was going to be. And I literally Google searched top PR firms in New York City and DKC, Dan Clores came up number two behind Edelman. And I had met with Edelman before, never heard of DKC. And I just looked at their staff and under their staff in their digital department, which I knew I would probably want to work in, a woman had just been hired. Shout out to Kristen. And she had this amazing resume. She worked at People Magazine. And I was just like, this woman to me seemed incredible. I had to meet her. So I shot her, I think it was a note on LinkedIn. Again, there was no jobs open. There was, it was just, hey, I'm fascinated by you and like what you're doing. Would you mind meeting for like an informational interview, coffee? And she was kind enough to say yes. And we sat down, chit-chatted again. She was like, we're not really hiring. We just have some junior roles. And I was like, it's okay. Like, I still love where I'm at, but I just really wanted to meet you and kind of yeah. like hear from you. Lo and behold, no kidding. The next day she emailed me and said, actually the president of our company would love to meet with you and met with wow. the president of the company. I joke all the time that I didn't really know what I was there for because yeah. there was no job like description. And I saw that he had a, I think it was in the midst of the NHL playoffs and mm-hmm. I'm a big Tampa Bay lightning fan. And he had some from Sarasota, Florida and he had a Rangers photo on his desk. Mm-hmm. We just started talking about hockey in the playoffs and we didn't talk about one thing about work. It was just to really get to know each other. And I think the day after that I had a job offer there for a senior level position. So yeah. it's, all so relational. And it's just making that ask and making that outrage.
1: Yeah, that human connection. One of my favorite quotes that I first encountered, I think at like 18 or 19 years old was be related somehow to everyone you know. And I think mm-hmm. it's,
0: it's
1: either Eleanor Roosevelt or Ella Deloria. I don't I think it's maybe it's Eleanor Roosevelt.
0: Oh, she's got good ones. Yeah, that's always sort of stuck with me. Right actually on my desk. And listeners, you can't see this, but I'm going to show it to her, says, Oh, well-behaved women rarely make history. It's another one of her greats.
1: (laughs) It's true. I mean, I think finding ways to connect with people. And again, this just goes right back to marketing and advertising, right? But finding ways to connect with people, it's a skill that you have to practice. But in order to connect with others, you first have to be able to
0: connect with yourself. Yeah. That's so good. On the flip side, I know we talked a little bit about this, but let's say someone's looking to make a hire, maybe to get out of what they're used to of like the same traditional questions, the same pool of people, like what would you recommend that they should be looking for to be able? And actually, I guess it's a question, is the creative ladder going to have some sort of like hiring or, or down the line, like something that people can apply and like say they're looking for jobs or to help organizations be able to curate different talent, more diverse talent?
1: Yeah, we haven't really discussed, you know, the future of recruitment. Our goal is really to train and connect and elevate the young professionals, the the rising leaders who are currently in their jobs, and then also to let more students, because we'll be doing student outreach, both from a high school and a collegiate level, but just to let them know that these jobs exist. But I think, you know, our... I should say my suggestion would be, you know, you said traditional a couple of times, like go the non-traditional route. It's okay. I mean, that's what everything that we do based in marketing and advertising is, right? We're trying to connect with communities and we're trying to resonate culturally. And so if you think about the communities that you're trying to reach, you should be able, you know, through your work and your marketing and your advertising, you should also be able to do that in your hiring and your recruitment. There's someone who works with and for you, who knows someone that looks like them or has similar backgrounds to them, reach out to them first and say, hey, this is a new job that we're about to post. You know, do you have anyone in mind? Is there anyone that you can suggest? Think about using different ways to reach folks, reach out to different organizations, perhaps like Creative Ladder, perhaps hashtag Black Creatives. Like there's just so many organizations and groups that are pulling these groups of people together because they're there. They're just, like I said, it's not a talent deficit. It's an opportunity deficit. So just think about the different ways in which you can share the opportunities that are perhaps non-traditional.
0: Awesome, Love that. I want to ask you two final quick fire questions. And Uh one, (laughs) one is we must know what is one thing that you're betting on now that you think will pay off on the future?
1: Sleep. Like honestly,
0: (laughs) oh my gosh! I'm having some crazy pregnancy insomnia. So if I could get some sleep, too,
1: congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I am betting on you know our goals to recruit this next generation, and our goals to train our current rising leaders because they're rising leaders, but they will absolutely be leaders of this industry these various different creative industries in the very near future i'm betting literally my sleepless nights and my long (laughs) long exhausting but amazing days on these young people and i don't want to just say young people but on these creative rising leaders because they're quite amazing now i mean that's what I'm betting on. That's who I'm betting on.
0: Yes, and I know this audience wants to rally behind this cause. So what is one thing that the listeners can help you with that you would like to ask for help or support on?
1: Yeah, I would say just awareness. It would be wonderful if you could share you know a bit about us socially on any of your social media platforms, but also with the folks that you work with as well. anyone in your C-suite, let them know about the creative ladder, let them know we're here that we're available to be reached and connected with via our website, creativebatter.org, that we're constantly looking to connect with folks who are more seasoned to help us with, you know, mentoring and connecting with our mentees and for raising money. And I think ideally if you can do the things like from your chair that we are trying to do on a larger scale, that will help us continue to move things forward. So think about the things that you needed. I know that you came from a place of privilege and imagine that someone else needs those time five. And yep. next time you see someone in your office or on a Zoom call, or if there's someone that you know comes to mind, you can shoot a quick email. Just connect with them and be human with them and yeah. be open and honest about your privilege and your experience and you know, try to impart as much knowledge and, and access as you possibly can.
0: So good. So good. Thank you you. so much for your time and the work that you're doing. And I cannot wait to see how the Creative Ladder thrives and grows and the impact it makes in 2023 and beyond. So everyone, please go to creativeladder.org, check out the organization. There is a place where you can enter your email. I know I'm on that email list to get involved (laughs) (laughs) for all of their updates. And yeah, just really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And happy holidays. Can you tell I love talking all things digital? To make this show better, I'd be so grateful for your feedback. Leave a review, take a screenshot of this episode, share it on Instagram stories, and tag Positive Equation with one E so I can reshare and connect with you. you.